0: This is The Truth Booth, and I am your host, Gorda Tamayo. Welcome to the spot where we go head-to-head with some of the most difficult conversations. We're talking about the type that sometimes can't even be discussed at the dinner table, or not welcome in the institutional setting, or maybe can't even be discussed with the best friend. Everything from spirituality, sexuality, religion, politics, music, culture, family, and so much more. Get ready for some uncut and raw conversation that helps us get to the truth of the matter because we believe that the truth will set you free. Let's get it. How does one make sense of a world in chaos? That's like the rising question and thoughts of many in today's day and age. We have a ton of things that are taking place in the world today that are really causing a lot of people to question. Everything from natural disasters... Diseases plaguing the planet, right? This virus that's currently encapsulating the world. And as a result of that, the ripple effect has just been tremendous. We're seeing it impact the way people are living day to day. We're seeing the way that their financial um, hopes and dreams are being rattled. We're seeing a, a wide array of changes that have been taking place in a rapidly short period of time. And so that's kind of the topic of what I want to get into for just a moment. We're going to jump a little bit all over the place on this, but what a perfect timing to get a jump start to this new series where we just want to be tackling a bunch of different topics. But the pressing one on the mind right now is all the things that are happening in our current world that are changing the way that we live, the way that we think, the way that we interact with one another, and the way that we look toward the future. We live in an interesting time frame where technology is visibly interwoven into virtually every area of our life. So somewhat of a paradox, you know, never in the history of mankind have we ever been more connected through technology, yet we are still disconnected. And it's interesting to see how in this new space where everybody's living with being socially isolated, how We have all kinds of technology that are in place, and I love technology, Um, but it's interesting to me how we seem to be more alone, or people get the sense that we're more alone than we ever were before, despite all these things. Um, It points out a couple things. For one, it reminds me that these things that we try to put in our lives to fill a gap, they never fully replace what was meant to be in that space to begin with. And so, more connected than ever through technology, still disconnected, and by design, I believe it's intended to reconnect us to the one who fashioned us, and really, who we've been distracted from. Because as good as technology is, we always see it as a, as a mechanism that's battling for our attention, right? We got so much stuff that's being released out there, and information is moving at such a rapid pace that it's it's almost it's almost un, unfathomable just how much information is floating around the planet right now. I was recently looking into a few stats that kind of touched base on the activity that's going on. This is in relatively short period of time as well. And granted this information is a couple years outdated, so these numbers are going to be exponentially larger than what they are today. But anybody who has even Stop to pause and think about this for a second. Can be on the same page and the same wavelength with this, but think about it. Over 150,000 emails sent every minute. 3.3 million Facebook posts every minute. 3.8 million Google searches every minute. Over 65,000 Instagram photos are uploaded each minute. Almost 450,000 tweets constructed every minute. And 500 hours of YouTube videos are uploaded every minute. And again, these are a little outdated numbers here, so that's actually even larger. You know, we're talking over 50% of the Earth's population being on social media. Uh, Mobile users, not a surprise that we have, you know, over roughly 5 billion mobile users that are active, um, which is huge. That has... Rapidly increased and rapidly changed the face of everything, the mobile sector, and with the expansion of 5G, which is the newest technology, uh, looking to be released, um, as Huawei states, it's going to support 1,000-fold gains in capacity connections for at least 100 billion devices, and uh, which is huge. Um, we're talking about all kinds of devices, Internet of Things, which is kind of the next thing on the on the landscape here, which is going to allow people to be connected to various other pieces of technology and equipment and areas of their lives that they never interacted with before. I mean, we're talking about fridges and appliances that operate, you know, through 5G technology and a lot of this stuff's already out. I I know some people actually already have um, utilized some of these pieces of technology but the point is, is that this stuff is moving so rapidly that it's causing a lot of questions in place as to how beneficial this really is and is it really necessary and although can be good is it ultimately you know what everybody should be adopting so you know everybody from conspiracy theorists who think everything that's being rolled out is an evil plot against humanity to those who just go with the flow and don't say anything or think about anything. We're all impacted by it, regardless of what your take is on everything that's happening. But some of the stuff that has been rolling out for a while is very interesting to think about. And it makes me question like, where our focus has been this whole time. And now that we're in a season where we're kind of caused to pause and contemplate everything that we put our attention and focus on, you know, more people are are shelled up in their homes and they're surfing the web and they're looking at stuff and they're starting to contemplate things. Hopefully, it's causing some distractions to be eliminated from your life, but ultimately, it's also a space where you can become more distracted if you're not focused in the right place. And so I got to thinking about the impact of social isolation and how it deals with the family construct or just people that live with other people, right? Because let's be honest about it. like You get around somebody for so long... And it's that honeymoon phase at first, right? But then after a while, you kind of get on each other's nerves. You begin to pick out quirks in each other's personality. And all of a sudden, attitudes change towards each other, right? And I think that that angle is kind of reflective of what's been happening recently and what we see taking place um, as a result of lockdowns around the world causing rises in domestic violence. You know, we've we've heard reports of... You know, um, 90% of the causes of violence in this period being related to the COVID-19 pandemic. So, sounds like a huge claim and huge numbers. But you know, we go back and look at some of the cases that are being documented here, and, and as of lockdowns taking place, you know, we're seeing dramatic rises in domestic violence around all pla- all around the country and all around the world, actually. Um, you know, some reports are saying upwards of 50% rises in domestic violence in their particular regions. You know, Brazil being one of those, Wuhan being another one of those, there's, there's tons of places that are reporting stuff like this. So I think that's interesting to see how this is all impacting everybody. And although the long-term focus and goal is said to you know curb and flatline or level out the spread of the virus and bring some normalcy to it, The shockwaves from it are dramatic. And, you know, I'm pretty sure people have weighed the cost of what that is. But nonetheless, it's hard to ignore everything that's, that's happening as a result of it. But not to segue too much here, you know, I was talking about technology, 5g being the next thing that's rolling out and people having concerns about the health related uh, implications of what that means. And still, there's a lot of uncertainty behind it. Um, But Really what I wanted to touch base on is the fact that, yeah, this thing is already changing the way we do business, the way we live life, and it's going to dramatically change the way that we live life going forward because now the the speed at which we interact and are able to exchange information has just exponentially been increased as a result of this technology. Um, some of the other technology that has been you know, s- floating around recently um, in the news and we've been talking about or hearing about, Digital currency, which is nothing new of a phenomenon. It's been something that's been talked about for a while. You know, the whole blockchain concept, cryptocurrency and the rise of that and how it's been, you know, threatening the traditional banking system. Um, with the recent law that was being proposed or stimulus package. You know, we had heard some verbiage around digital currency in that and that was kind of a, a big move or a big alert, if you would, for a lot of people to be um starting to talk about, hey, you know, what's going on with with our financial system, and how are they trying to um, orchestrate? You know, where the 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 power is being structured from, et cetera. We can go down a rabbit hole with that one, but that's just another thing that's been floating around. Cybernetics and bionics, man, this thing's crazy. You know, um, anybody who's who's looked into this stuff can can see that, you know, some of this stuff's pretty cool. It's like from a, a sci-fi flick, but it also begs to question how far humanity is willing to go to to manipulate creation, to play God in a sense. And um, we're talking about, you know, exoskeletons to boost strength, um, the whole super soldier concept, you know, brain implants to improve memory and, and cognitive skills, and then RFID implants, you know, for passwords, banking info, and more, et cetera. Um, That stuff's already been in place for such a long time and it seems to have been floated under the radar, but what we're beginning to see more and more is a lot of this conversation is starting to come to the surface and people are beginning to talk about it a little bit more. And by design, I would say, you know, just like with any new product or service or um, brand that you're trying to push out, you build adoption of that slowly through presenting it to a population and normalizing the fact that it's even there. You know, at first people are usually usually pushing back on change and anything that's outside of the norm, so you slowly introduce that to a population. And over time, you know, the more they see it, the more they're accustomed to it, the less awkward, I guess you could say, that it looks like or that it seems. And that's kind of what we're seeing with uh, a lot of the this other technology in, in relation to, you know, robotics and, and cybernetics and bionics, et cetera. But really, what that brings me to is it reminds me of a scripture that is in Daniel twelve four. It says, "But you, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book until the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall increase." And as we t- touch base on already here, we see that information has been expanding. Um, we're seeing you know new terms that are being thrown out there because we've we've gotten to a place where it's accumulating at such a large pace and multiplying so quickly that we have to find a way how to categorize it and some of the terminology you've probably you might have never even heard of before you know with like zettabytes and all these other terms to describe larger forms of data and on the analytics side i mean that is projected to be the next technology you know we're talking about taking data And being able to utilize that for a variety of different purposes for different businesses and that's kind of been in place for a while now. You see gigantic companies like Facebook who are really data mining companies. You know, they integrate all these other forms of technology within it with facial recognition and being able to track and and measure human behavior, et cetera, with you know, photos that people share and places that they check in and things that they purchase, et cetera. But really the machine on the back end or the um, main function of all that is data is data mining and that's been something that's been in place for some time you know again i'm reminded of of this particular scripture here because a lot of what we're seeing on the planet today is is not a surprise per se to somebody who who maybe has their faith established in in somebody greater than themselves and i'm talking about god himself not a financial institution not a government not a people not a relationship etc I believe that much of what we've gotten ourselves into at this place is, be, is a place of fear and confusion and distress because we've failed to maintain faith and focus on the one who in reality is in control of all this. And the rise in technology, the, the rise in, in how science is, is woven into these different facets of life has really caused us to think that we have more control over our lives than we really do. And... It's a dangerous place to be because as a result of doing that, when the shock waves hit, which they always do, and they did, and we've been seeing that with the natural disasters, you know, tornadoes, earthquakes have been all over the place, people begin to panic. And that's the initial response that we've seen many run to, even those that profess to have you know, faith, um, hoarding food and complaining about everything taking place and transmitting that fear to other people. And in reality, the virus isn't so much the thing that should be feared, although it's a valid concern. It's the spread of misinformation. It's the spread of fear and panic and the reactions that we have towards all this and living selfishly. So how do we get to a place where we start to like gather our thoughts about everything that's occurring? We got all this stuff happening currently. We have all this stuff that's creeping up on us slowly. We got You know, so many different opinions. Everybody's got an opinion nowadays, right? And it's easier to to share that opinion with internet, with social. Um, but how do you how do you gather sense of all this and how do you maintain composure when you got a million different voices talking to you? That reminds me of Hosea six one, where it says, Come and let us return to the Lord, for he has torn, but he will heal us. He has stricken, but he will bind us up. After two days he will revive us. On the third day he will raise us up, that we may live in his sight let us know let us pursue the knowledge of the lord his going forth is established as the morning he will come to us like the rain like the latter and former rain to the earth and i'm reminded during the season and in through reading these particular scriptures that this is a time for us to return to him this is a time for us to repent from everything that we have been placing as an idol in our life and maintaining as the the prime piece of our hearts for so long And everything's being shaken up. Everything that we've held dear to us is being shaken up from our trust in our finances to our trust in our careers, our trust in government, our trust in people, our trust in our health and the healthcare system. There's so many things that are now being shaken up that it's causing you to question. It's causing everybody to question. And most of us, we don't seek God until we're hurting bad enough where we have to, or when we're running out of options. And We're kind of running out of options right now. This is a a clear indicator that he's getting the attention of the whole world. That reminds me of a series of verses in Matthew 24. Starting in verse 3, it says, Now as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars see that you are not troubled for all these things must come to pass but the end is not yet for nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom and there will be famines pestilences and earthquakes in various places all these are the beginning of sorrows and so we see all that happening in today's day right we see a lot taking place and you know many people have been driven into fear thinking that it's the end of the world And that everybody's going to die. And that's not the case. The end is not yet. But what I want to do is tie it back into where we started. You know, and that's how do we make sense of a world in chaos? How do we do that? Well, it's important for us to be vigilant. It's important for us to be informed. It's important for us to know about the things that are going on around us. But it is also important for us not to be driven into fear and living In a way that's causing us not to be at peace regardless of the circumstances. And so my encouragement to you is to remind yourself of where we are today and how we got to where we are today. So although you may seemingly feel like you are being disconnected in a world where we seemingly have access to every piece of technology that would connect us. The reminder is that all these things that are in our lives were never meant to take the place of God himself. And this is a call. For repentance this is a call for people to turn away from every idol and every distraction and everything that they have placed before god himself he's calling us to reconnect with him he's the one that fashioned us he's the one that cares for us he's the one that looks over every detail of our life and we're not to be in the space of ignorance and ignoring what he's doing on the planet and the fact that he wants to reconnect with his creation that's the takeaway for today much love